0: What's up you guys? I am so excited i be back. I am I am Marquita and thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode where the healthcare professionals can come in and get their life, okay? Uh or not. But let me say this. I'm excited I went on a long hiatus. Yes, this is Marquita with It's Report Time, okay? But I don't want to stick to that right now because I feel a shift coming, which is why I took such a break, right? I had to regroup, right? First of all, I hope everybody has been doing good. I hope everybody's been doing as, well, at least as good as you can be, right? And uh, if you're new, thank you for checking out your girl. If you are someone that has been with me before, thank you so much for coming back around and knowing that I came back. I am back. I feel like I'm going to be better. Um, I really had to take a moment to regroup. I'm going to give you a little, just a little something to let you know where I've been and why. So business has been oh, so stressful, okay, <laughs> very stressful. And when it comes to this platform, I really felt like I was doing a disservice to myself and those that listen. I'm an honest person and um, in full transparency right now, I definitely held back for very selfish reasons. And I definitely felt, um, I don't know what the word I would use for what I felt, but it just didn't feel right, right? I didn't feel like I was being true to me, which means that I was definitely not being 100% with you guys. Now, don't get it twisted. I probably was about 80%, right? (laughs) If I would be real. but um due to the fact due to the nature of my business um i have a staffing agency and i didn't want to ruffle feathers on both ends see i'm my opinionated mind and mouth can create things that you know yeah some people like it and some don't and we all know we emotional creatures it is what it is, and some people may get all in their feelings and be like, "Well, I don't want to work with her, or I don't want to, you know, how can I work for somebody like that, or how can I want to be a part of her and help her with her business?" And da da da, you know how people go, and so I try to still speak my piece, but I still walk the line. And I felt like that's not beneficial for nobody because, boy, are are our nurses getting spanked right now. It's very sad to see. Um, And there's big problems out here. I could remember probably a few months ago, all everybody was screaming was money, 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 money. All I heard was the OJs in the background, you know. And... um, I mean, money's still an issue, but boy, is it a bigger issue out here because if you get caught out here with your pants down, guess what? It don't matter if they give you the money or not. Once they take your license and send you on your way, it don't matter if you got more money or not because you ain't going to be able to work you can't feed your family. Well, you can, you got to go do something else. But for those that act like they don't like healthcare that much right now, sounds like you, what else would you do? Cause if you could do something, if you wanted to do something else or you felt like something else would benefit you, you would have already done it. See, you see how I just said that that would have offended somebody. And see, I ain't here for that, but I am always on the side of righteousness. I'm not going to always say things that people like. And so I kind of got out of that mode due to business and I had to regroup because I said, man, I thought you wanted to be for the people. That was why you started your podcast and um, make voices, you know, speak, speak, and hopefully you reach the appropriate ears And you could reach people, and there could be more conversations had. Because I mean, right now at this point, there's so many people. If you're on social media, man, it's a lot of podcasts happening, action happening on social media, you know. And I, I think it's beautiful. But I have to speak because I don't think everybody's being realistic. But that's opinions, right? Everybody's a lot of things we speak on is slightly subjective it's all according to how you read things so i'm back we may or may not be it's report time right now maybe we'll change the name because it's report time for me it makes me feel like i'm in a box because i i know where i i knew where my headspace was at when i created that and right now I'm I'm on a broader space. And regardless of what I say on here, I'm a I'm 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 gonna go ahead and I'm set tripping today. I'm still down for my healthcare people, especially my good ones. The good ones, I'm I'm always down for you. And if you write, I'm with you when you write. If I feel it's wrong, I I can't get with it. And, and and that's okay because we all see and view things differently. That's why I, I, I'm going to put this out here. I ain't a part of no cult. I don't practice cult-like behaviors. I'm a free thinker. I think for myself. All of the things that will be said on this platform is my thoughts and my thoughts alone if it came out of my mouth. Nobody else's thoughts. No one force feeds me to say anything. If there are guests here, their thoughts are their own. I welcome people that think for themselves and not just speaking and regurgitating things because it sounds like a good thing to say when a person is wrong. In my eyes, you wrong. I don't care how many people said you right. And if I think you right, I don't care how many people said you wrong. That's just where I'm at. And I want to bring that here to this platform and I want to bring awareness I'm not here to beat people down but I want awareness to be out there and I want us to be better uh, right now we ain't looking good in nurse world I know social media been putting it all out there everything seemed like it's just been coming all out at one time like everybody's getting beat at one time I'm just glad to be back to talk my trash, and I hope you guys appreciate it. And I'm not going to just talk trash. Let me tell you, I've always been me. I advocate for the people that can't speak for themselves, that are scared to speak for themselves. And if you're right, I'm with you. Like I said, I've always been this way. I can't even tell you. I could bring I could bring anybody that knows me from just a young, a young, young person. Nobody never had to worry about me following the crowd cuz if the crowd ain't doing what I want to do, guess who ain't going? Me. I I I never cared about none of that. But um I'm hoping that eventually we get to a space where um uh, our needs are met, um our concerns are taken seriously in this healthcare world cuz right now it's not, you know. Um are there some bad apples out there doing some crazy crap? Yes. And we're getting ready to get into it really quick. Boy, this was a time to come back. <laughs> so much going on that it's hard, but we're going to do it. Number one on the list, Redonda Vault. You had to be living under a rock if you have not heard about Redonda Vault. Redonda Vaught is the Tennessee nurse that uh, injected a fatal dose of, um, y'all know, Vicaronium, Vicaronium. If I'm saying it incorrect, you guys know what I'm talking about. It is a paralytic medication, but the order was for a medication called Versed. This medication was ordered to calm the 75-year-old patient that was going to have an MRI being, uh, I guess, being assessed uh, prior to discharge. The patient had been in due to a brain, uh, brain bleed, I think it was. So anyways, um, allegedly, and I'm going to always say that because I did not 100% read that stuff. You know, I heard about it, and I, eh, and now it came back up, and so I'm 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 catching things, right? So, um, it looks like she's been um charged with negligent homicide and um neglect. One of which she can be facing from one to two years. Another one, three to six years. I think she'll be uh sentenced next month. I think next month, May thirteenth. That's when all the nurses are supposed to go on their little uh, stay day where they'll be staying out of work. And some, I guess, will be participating and going, standing outside, taking a stand for her at her court date. Some will just be doing however they need to do in solidarity with her. I think it's amazing to see nurses sticking together that way. Uh, my My view on this, I can't stand beside that. I don't want I I think it's very harsh punishment, but she should definitely be punished. Nonetheless, they keep talking about physician and the hospital being accountable. Well, the physician, eh, I'm not too I'm not too big on thinking the physician should be punished. I get people's concern about the hospital. But the thing is, is you don't know if the hospital already been punished. You do know when they write them checks to these families, in their mind, they feel like they've been punished. Cause who who got who who wants to give away that kind of money? I personally feel like the hospital slid the family a little little hush money and said, "Look, we're willing to uh, pay you this," and they show a handsome little piece and they say, "But if you take this money, you cannot talk about this no more." That's me. I feel like that happened, and 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 for most people, that's punishment enough. Nobody likes to give out money, cause if that's the case, let the family sue her and see if she got the hundreds of thousands of dollars that most families would get for wrongful deaths. Y'all better look up them um, lawsuits for wrongful deaths that people actually won, and then you could see the amount of money a lot of places get. Hmm? So, And I did leave out an important piece. I do apologize. I think at some point they tried to cover up the death as a natural cause, a natural death due to uh, the reason the patient was actually admitted, which is a brain bleed. So it was natural to that uh admission is what I think they tried to cover it up with. Ah, sad day, you know. Um, I personally feel like uh trying to blame it on a Pixis. I don't buy that either. Yes, uh Pixis does, you know, it's a machine. You know, they machines mess up. Technology messes up all the time, right? But you have two eyes to see. I don't know about nobody else, but I think the five rights was beat into people's head at one point, right? You should never forget that. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, is it seven rights now? Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Is it seven rights now? I know before um, what they would tell you, right person, right dose, right route, right, what, date, time, you know? Y'all know the rights. Importantly, right medication, right person, right dose, right? So those are important. You always check that. And even when you get it out of the Pixis, I'm not going to pretend I know what their setup is like. But in multiple places that I've worked, When you are getting those meds out, you usually will have to do a count before to see what you had. Because they like to do inventory, self-inventory. And you do a um, count after you take it out. That's been standard for me. With my experience, I'll say, not with me, but my experience. Now, it takes five seconds to read the vow. From my understanding, verse said it is a liquid, in a liquid form in the vow, and the vicaronium is powder. Substance So it needs to be reconstituted That's what I read So At no point Did you look at that bottle And I Can only speak for me If there's a medication that I'm not too familiar with One thing about me You keep your phone on you for everything else Sending selfies to your boo Taking videos in the back Felt cute. Might want to take a selfie. Right. You couldn't take a few minutes to Google and say, what's another man for? That was my favorite thing to do. I don't know how many of y'all ever did that before. You pull your phone out, you say, what's another name for whatever, 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 you know, and then it tells you. So even if you were confused and you weren't sure, you should have looked that up if you if you actually looked at the vial. So she injected it, and by the time they caught that it was the wrong medication, the patient was already brain dead. God bless that patient. I feel so bad. But let's put into perspective that Redonda was only a two-year nurse. I think, was she working in another unit ICU if that if I'm incorrect you know correct me but I'm not sure if they said she floated to there to help but I think it was ICU I do not believe in new nurses going to specialty places where there's high risk patients you should definitely have your skill set up a bit before you are able to go there. I personally think so. Um, your assessment skills have to be on point, your attention to detail have to be on point. There's no room for error when you're dealing with that. But I'm not don't mistake me. I'm very clear on humans. We all make a mistake, hence why a human feels a pixis. So you don't trust that they put everything in there correct so you're supposed to check anyway that's my opinion so yes i think the punishment may be a little harsh but i still think i stand beside the fact that she just was very negligent i mean it was simple if you would have just took a minute to read you know you should never be that exhausted okay i can't wait to talk about that part but uh not on this one so i just want to highlight that part The next one, and mind you, that happened back in 2017. She was freshly, uh, she was a new, I think 2015 is when she became a nurse. 2017 is when this happened. She was still very new. Feel so bad for that. But um, what to learn is to make sure you pay attention Let's not focus on the fact that she could possibly go to prison, but focus on the way that you can avoid doing that because we all have to remember there's some type of accountability you have to take. You have to. So anyways, now let's talk about, we're going to go back a little bit. This was something that happened back in 2014 and these perfect, these people were just sentenced and everything now recently. In uh, Georgia, there were three amigos and they were in a nursing home where a family had put a secret camera in the room. And this uh, 89-year-old male just released from the hospital after a hip surgery, he was very cognitive he had no no issues they said they made it very clear that he had no type no form of dementia or anything he was very well with it he actually admitted himself into this uh rehab until he got better with his hip they had just bought a vehicle and everything so that they could use wheelchair and all this other stuff for him So he complained one night about having issues with breathing. And someone came in and told him, I think it was the nurse actually, came in and told him to stop ringing that bell all night. But he's telling you he can't breathe. So then the CNA comes in and sees him in distress, does not try to help him, walks out the nurse comes back in, right? And she does not try to help him. Clearly he's actively showing signs of distress. And she leaves out and says, from my understanding that she was going to see if she, if he was a DNR, but from what the camera showed, the, res- the resident actually, uh, that the the, uh, the nurse was gone for about an hour. So the nurse was gone for about an hour, saying that she was looking for a DNR uh, to see if the patient wanted to be full code. What is you know what his uh, request was to be saved or do not resuscitate. But that don't take an hour to do. So someone else came in, and then they seen him that way, and I guess they end up calling the nine one one at the time. But by then, it was already too late. And then they tried to cover it up. Of course, from my understanding, they did not try to start CPR until the actual first responders slash EMS came in. And then they tried to start and do uh, life-saving measures. Three people seen on a hidden camera with the patient telling you they can't breathe and you tell them to stop ringing the call light you leave you come back they are clearly in distress you leave again and then you say you're going to look and see if the patient is a dnr well you found out they were a dnr and you still did nothing so three people came in one person's room and did nothing well You can't deny that. But see, they didn't know it was a camera in there. They were trying to cover it up and act like they did what they was, you know, what they could to help, but they didn't. So you got one charged with depriving an elder of essential service and concealing death. Mm, mm, mm. That's pretty much everybody's situation. But, of course, everybody got different um, outcomes. You got the nurse's assistant that got five years probation. The actual nurse that was actually taking care of the patient got eight years prison time. And then the supervisor got one year prison time. It went on so long because for a while they didn't want to use the video camera, uh, the video footage, because, of course, it was against the law, you know, to have that in there at the time. So they were trying to get it, you know, uh, where, to where they could throw that out and not let that be evidence, which... They're supposed to do that. But I mean, the people already seen it. The, they went to the new, the family went to the news about the story. Cause of course, if you let the nursing home cover it, they're not going to, they're not going to do nothing about it. They're going to sweep it under the rug and act like it never happened. So then they did that. And I think now there's um, it is legal now to have cameras in the room but i know in some other states they just have to put like a sign and let you know that there's cameras which i think is silly because what's you're you going to go in there on your best behavior you're not going to do nothing you don't got no business if you go in there right if you let them know the cameras there nah, but okay so anyways that's the second one you see isn't this crazy now how do we do that this is prime example of You have to take a lot of people's situations serious, whether they get on your nerve or not. I mean, we got some that they could tap dance on you and they call, but they, a lot of them have cognitive issues and they don't understand what they're doing. Some do, but a lot don't. When you're in that type of uh, environment and that population of patients, that's what, that's what it is. And so night shift. Boy, that's another topic. We ain't going to dive deep in that one. But it was on a night shift. And a lot of times people think night shift people don't do nothing. And when things like that happen, it could kind of prove it. And the thing is, is three people came into that room on three separate occasions. So they all three got punished. I don't see nothing wrong. I don't know about the eight years in prison and they can't, you know, work again or whatever. But punishment, yes. Nobody so far seems like I don't want them to be, I don't think they need to be held accountable. So then you have the most recent that everybody's talking about right now. Well, no, not the most recent, but it's pretty recent. I think it was kind of swept under the rug a little bit. The nurse out of uh Philadelphia, Christine Ganey. She was in a facility as an agency nurse, and a patient had a fall. A 84 year uh, eighty-four-year-old male had a fall with serious head injuries. And the and the nurse uh neglected to um, complete eight neuro checks. She was charged with neglect, tampering, and and tampering with records. So falsifying. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the patient clearly fell that night and. They found him unresponsive the morning at 7 a.m. with a subdural hematoma. (sighs) This happened back in twenty what? Eighteen. No COVID. But when you work in long-term care, you guys know it's always been a staffing issue with long-term care. That's just one of the hardest places that for people to stay. Retention is just low. And uh, that's definitely something that needs to change. But see, that conversation go real deep. When we start talking about long-term care, the conversation goes extremely deep. Long-term care is such a dark place and people don't even realize it because you never get to meet the people behind it. You don't never get to meet the people behind it. They're somewhere pulling strings, telling everybody what to do. And they're collecting and collecting and collecting and everybody and they're just like making everybody dance. It's a nasty place. But anyways, um, this particular nurse took a plea deal. And so after taking the plea deal, she can't, you know, of course, talk about it. And she gets, um, she doesn't get to reinstate her license. And she's going to be on six months house, house arrest. I don't think that's bad. Six months house house arrest is not bad. Um, not being able to get your license again. I'm on the fence about that with this young lady. She's wrong. Don't get me wrong. She's very wrong. Um, y'all don't be scared to send people to the hospital when you feel that there's an issue and an issue that may be out of your out of your range. Um, I'm an advocate for that. You better safe than sorry, especially if there's a fall and there's a a unwitnessed fall. I can't confirm if it was unwitnessed or not. I don't know if you know, let me know if it was unwitnessed or not, because if it was unwitnessed and the person already had a little issue. If they already had a little issue. Um, as far as a cognitive issue, that mean they can't 100 percent tell you um, assessments. I'm going to say this long term care is challenging. You do um, have a lot of patients for one, a lot of patients for one person. And depending on how staffed they are as far as with the whole staff with CNAs and everything, because sometimes you could be somewhere as the nurse and you kind of turn into the nurse and CNA just to make sure that people get appropriate care because you're short on CNAs, but you don't want to put a lot of stress on them. People have needs. There's no need for me to make you suffer because we ain't got enough help if I can help, okay? Yeah, I feel really sorry, but I don't see where there's a winning fight here. Uh, Neglecting to do something, going to check, you know, especially a person if they if they had because clearly he hit his head. Okay, clearly he hit his head. And most of the time, especially with your older um, patients, he's 84 years old. You want to go in there and make sure they're okay, right? You want to make sure they're good every few minutes because you don't know. And assessing for real, right? Um, Yeah, I just can't get behind that one either. I'm trying. I'm trying to get behind something. You see where everybody's jumping up and fighting, but I can't get behind this one either because one thing that this person could have done was sent that resident out to the hospital. I mean, (laughs) at best... They would assess him and do a scan on him and do the things that hospitals do. And then they clear him. And if they clear him and he comes back, they've done the assessment. They've made sure he's okay or B, guess what? He gets admitted because they found something, right? Right? And so now you, you did your part and you saved somebody. When you can't handle stuff, you have to speak up. I, can't, I, I don't know what it is where everybody want to be a hero and thinking it's a wonderful thing to be put in places where you don't have experience for real, to be put in positions where you are uh, overwhelmed if you don't have to be. I don't know if y'all ever seen a movie back in the day where they call it a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. Please understand that's real. A hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. You better understand it. You see how they burning everybody right now. The nurses were heroes in the beginning of all this mess while you were slaving and wanting to take your feet off and leave them at your desk not sleeping at home with your family because you don't want to get them sick, walking into like the walking dead, walking into a place that you didn't even know what people, what people was dying from every day. And you were doing that and you did it with grace. And some of y'all, some of y'all was doing it just for the money, but that don't make me talk. Uh Listen, either way you showed up and you was there. That's all like that. Look, that's all a lot of them cared about. So you know, the realness just got to slip out every now and again and tell you, you know, so, you know, eh, you know. But we grateful for the ones that showed up. Um. Yeah, you got to stop doing that. When you're not comfortable, speak it. When you're tired, show it. Them extra hours that they need, if it ain't mandatory, sit home. Because you ain't no good in here and you can't hardly see and your eyes is droopy and your mind is foggy. That's when you make the most mistakes. The money's still gonna be there, baby. It ain't going nowhere. Trust me. You can still come in and work another day. That's all I'm saying. Um, so with Miss Ganey, you know. It's already bad enough as an agency person, you get a bad rep, you know. They think a lot of agency people are lazy. Um, they they make too much money. They don't deserve the money they get. Uh, they got attitudes. They always come in telling you what they is and ain't going to do. And if you've ever worked agency, I'm sure you work with them people that I just described. It ain't a lie. But some of y'all staff people nasty to them because y'all jealous. Oh, ooh, ooh. sorry. Not all, but some. If the glove don't fit, uh, you know the rest. Okay. Uh, if the if it don't fit, don't put it on. Okay. So, Miss Ganey God bless her, too. Um, I really hate that happened to her. Um, I wish, I know that everybody needs help and I'm not going to go into my bag about what's happening right now, because like I said, long-term care has been suffering for a very long time, but the stressors were not as bad like they are now back then. Okay. Um. A lot of people find they places that they like to work For whatever reason they like to work I don't know what her story is And her relationship between With that particular facility Comfort man I want y'all to stop getting so comfortable Um Comfort can be a problem for some people. I'm not here to beat nobody down. I don't want to kick anybody when they down, but I do want people to understand that sometimes, sometimes we create our own storms. And then we wait for everybody to come get us out of it. We can blame the facilities for a lot of things, but a lot of times. You don't have to go to these facilities if we feel like they' bad, but people be playing the lesser two evils with these places. Why well, I rather go there? Cause they don't be bothering me that much. Why well, I rather go there? Cause it's a it smell a little better over there. I mean, you be having more work, but I gotta do you know. They don't be sweating you like that. Uh, I don't really like it over there because this too many. When they upping you like that and they got all that money, they get more problems. Y'all know how y'all, y'all know how it go. When all you got to do is just go somewhere else, find something else, ask for help. If that day you are tired. Sit it out. Get some rest and go back tomorrow. Or whenever. But get some rest. I've been seeing, and let me tell you something. I know the game because I did it. When I had goals in mind, you guys, let me tell you something. Any goal that I put in place, I work for it. I don't had nobody coming to me, writing no check. We ain't getting no publishers clearing houses, pull up to my house with a check giving me. Ain't nobody dropping blessings in my cash app, in my Zelle, telling me, go do it, go live, baby. Spread your wings, do it. I worked for it all. I knew I was ready to buy my house. I went to work, okay? I'm talking about leaving one job, going to another. You know, uh, working six days, eight days, ten days straight, doubles, exhausted, praying when I get in my car and then thanking God at the same time for that smart fool that made them little things on the side of the road, you know, where you zo- swerve a little bit and it go that yeah shout out to you whoever you are that made it maybe I'll google that one day and see who made it because I really I want I want to tell them if they still alive bless you and thank you you may not have saved all lives but you saved mine and for that I am thankful okay leaving after being up all day working eight hours on one one job Going to another one, working overnight, and then driving an hour and 20 minutes home in the morning. Rough, hard, exhausted, tired. But boy, when I was able to sign that paper and get them keys, it was worth it to me. I had a goal in mind. And trust me when I tell you now, when my body's really said, All right, girl. I took it, okay? I didn't take it for granted. I did. I took my break. But anyway, this ain't about me. Let's get back into the nurses. I just wanted to make a point about people talking about, are we tired? Are we exhausted? Some of us, like I said, we create our own storm. A lot of people are out here working, 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 working. working. And I don't know people's household uh, requirements. Maybe you need to work that way. But if you're choosing to do it and nobody's requiring it and it's not mandatory, then that's on you still. Because you picked it. Nobody wants to hear that I chose to work 40 hours over um, 20 hours overtime making every week. I'm got I got 60 to 80 hour weeks every week. That's on you. You chose those people don't care about what you did because you chose. So anyways, so sorry about Miss Christan. I wish her well. I truly do. But, oh, and now there's another one. There's a nurse, a a, a correctional nurse. And see, I've never had an experience with correctional um, facilities at all. So I can't really say how that is, but it seems a little off. There was five COs involved as well, where there was a black man that was um, in custody. And I'm not sure if he was being extremely irate at the time. I don't know. I didn't get to see that much. But he actually was what they call hawk tied. He's hand hand and feet tied, both. And there's five COs and one nurse. And they had him pinned down. And he kept telling them as they were holding him down that he could not breathe. He kept screaming for his mom. And what I'm seeing is that he had a hypoxic ischemic brain injury. Because he had cardiac arrest due to uh the, the positional the positional and compressional asphyxia while they had him restrained. I'm hearing that the COs told the nurse to leave. All while all of this is going on and the the inmate is saying he can't breathe, you probably can clearly see him in distress. And these people are doing this to him. And... They were not indicted, but the nurse was on involuntary manslaughter. Mm. Now, the one thing I can think of is that you seen as a nurse, a medical emergency where there was someone clearly in distress and you left them. That's what I gathered. I also heard on another hand that they say you're supposed to listen to the CO, but do you, the seat, the guards, the COs, is that what we call them? COs. That you're supposed to listen to them, but do you listen to them? Doesn't doesn't, uh, patient safety trump them being mad? If you clearly are watching someone, that goes back to the first story I told you about where the man clearly told you. The, told the ladies that he could not breathe And they all walked in and walked out Walked in and walked out I think that that may have been What was the issue And if that is the issue I understand These men had body cam- These I'm not going to call them men Because I think there were two women and three men These individuals I think someone had body cams on If not all I don't see them roughing up the nurse, but I also don't know. If the nurse stood her ground and said, no, I have to help this man. I don't see them pinning her down and killing her. At that moment, I think she could have said, no, I need to help him. And she did not do that because she went with what? The CEOs told her to leave the area. In which, when she left the area, said inmate died. <sighs> that is so draining. This whole thing is draining. So there's four. Five, five nurses and one CNA off the bat right now that we are currently, you know, speaking about. Because, of course, a lot of these things we probably didn't even know before. Right. But now they are coming to pass and just in our face. I think that right now, uh, the most things I've been hearing, oh, everybody's going to be scared to report med errors now because we can go to prison. Oh, my God, they got us working in unsafe conditions. This is crazy. How can she get in trouble for doing this? Oh, my God, you know, that's so messed up. They shouldn't have had a camera in the room. All things that people want to take away from people being accountable. You must be accountable. Redonda, she forgot to do something simple. Read. If you are unsure, ask somebody. See, a lot of that is ego too. Okay. Um, there's a lot of flaws and faults there. Yes, the hospital is at fault because the hospital should have more people um, made to be under a more strict guideline of extensive training and orientation. Um, It's required. That's the biggest thing for me. I don't have nothing to say about the issue with the pixels, because at the end of the day, if there was no pixels, you still had to read. See, we get these technology things and we start crippling our mind and everything. It's just like a calculator. When somebody give you a calculator, some of y'all don't know how to put it down on paper and remember how to carry the one and all that other foolishness. Y'all be acting slow. Again, if it don't apply, you know what to do. Let it do what? Fly. Technology has crippled a lot of people where they don't think. They they don't utilize the basic skills. A lot of people probably don't even know how to do dosage calculations because it's been done for you already in the computer. That dosage calculation stuff we was doing back in the day in school and stuff like that, people probably, probably couldn't couldn't even think about it. I don't know. Look it up in the computer. I don't know. I know a lot of people don't like to do things on, them, on their own because I be seeing people in these little Facebook groups telling people to do their little skill set tests that they can't pass to sign up with agencies and you can't even do that. Lazy. Lazy. So as for Redonda, although I feel like her punishment is harsh, I feel like she should, she should definitely be punished. I, I just really don't have the amount of uh, sympathy, but I have empathy, if that makes sense. Yes, we're human. Anybody could have made that mistake. But is it a mistake when you don't do something as basic as read? A mistake is if you, if they said give 0.5 and maybe you pull that syringe back just a tad bit too much and you gave one point seven five. maybe. That's a mistake. You gave a whole, a whole different medication. And nobody monitored the patient because you didn't think that you needed to because you thought you had the right medicine. And you trusted a machine that you said was already malfunctioning. See, there's another thing for me. If you said the machine was a mess, I'm going to check anyway because this machine over here playing crazy. I ain't got time. Check that bottle. What is that? Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I don't want you guys to think you should be fearful of reporting med errors. I want people to start talking about how you're going to work on not having a med error. Why are we talking about reporting them when we should be talking about how we're going to try our best to minimize them? If you're tired, you're overworked, take a break. If your employee sign on handbook, don't say you got mandatory overtime, especially during these current times where people are offering all this money. Don't let the money be the reason you go in and now you made a mistake because you was exhausted and now you blame it on somebody else. We're working in these conditions. No. We all know when you're not as tired, you're more vigilant, more alert, right? So we gotta tighten up. We gotta tighten up. And yes, a lot of concerns of uh, staffing is an issue. But when I talk about the hospital, the hospital just really started experiencing like large volumes of short staffing. From what I from what I saw, Kristan. I already spent time on to The three young ladies in Georgia. I say to that in long-term care, always, always. I know it's such a horrible, it's harsh, it's harsh, it's harsh. That's a problem that we gotta fix from the top. And that's a long, long, long talk. But I'm I'm willing to have it and I'm ready to have it, honestly. I just want everybody to be the best version of themselves. If I sound like I'm beating people up, it ain't the case. I really want the best for our community because we deserve better treatment for sure. Um, I, I think, honestly, if I could be real, I think this is just them making examples and planting a little fear in a lot of people. They're going about it wrong just like they did everything else. They're going about it wrong. Emotionally answering to these issues is not going to help us. And one issue at a time, I think we could fix it. It's going to be a long, long, long fight, a long, long road. Nothing is fixed overnight. But I promise I'm going to do my part. Because let me tell you something. Everybody talking about they want to leave nursing. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I don't want to be in healthcare no more. This is. Nah, 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 nah. Yes, I'm whining on the mic because that's what it sounds like. Nah, 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 nah. Stop. Because that's not going to fix the problem. And when I say that ain't going to fix the problem, that's real. Because at the end of the day, you could quit your job today and say, I'm done with all them crazy nurses that they ever think I'm a uh 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 and you can leave out your parking lot. And I never speak this on a soul. So I'm going to put the I'm going to put this in the atmosphere that, no, I don't want this to ever happen to nobody. But we know we live in a world where anything happens. You pull out of the parking lot. You look to your left, you look to your right, you didn't see nobody, but somebody just came out of nowhere, speeding on your side, T-bones you, bam, you didn't even get a chance to get on the highway. And now you are immensely hurt, like you are horribly hurt and you are getting Shipped right back to that hospital that you said forget y'all, don't care about y'all, y'all don't care about me. And now, if you are a good, if you were a nurse and you are a good one, and you're a great one, you're gonna be looking for someone like you to take care of you. But all the good ones, at least what y'all said, all the good ones gone. But you don't have a choice. You can't do for yourself. You have to rely on the people that are there. So you want to fix the issue because you could be the person that's quitting today and be the person that needs you tomorrow. That's just how crazy life be working. When we talk about long-term care, you don't think you got to get old? And let's be clear, we all think everybody going to love us until the income. I don't work with some people that had money that you, you couldn't even imagine, but they still end up in a place like that. I mean, they was nice. Don't get me wrong. They're nice. It's so nice they call it a community. They don't even want it to call a nursing home. This is a retirement community that has a health Center. We don't even call it a nursing home. It's called the health center. That's how that's how proper they are. And they're still in there. And some of them, family don't even come see them. So you're still relying on someone to look after you. Keep that in mind. Everybody, when they can't, because your 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 loved ones probably gonna want to live their life. Oh. <sighs> I don't know how we're going to get through it, but we will. The biggest thing is accepting and seeing the real issues. And they all don't fall on the powers that be. As much as we want to put it all off on them, it's not all them. Some of us are part of the problem, too. A big part. I can't make it up, y'all. It's real. Some of us are a big part of the problem. Not all of us, of course, but I do. I want to see us do better. But uh, that's me for today. Okay. We talked about these cases and I put my feelings in there. and I want to know your feedback. What did you feel about this? Do you feel like it's a nurse witch hunting time down here that they just like, let's go get them? I tell you, they whipping y'all. <laughs> they done gave y'all all that money out here during this uh, C-19, and they go get that free labor out of some of y'all. That's jokes, but it might be real, but it's jokes. um, Because, you know, you don't want to always be so, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sad with the violence plan. Um, yeah. So remember that. Okay. Uh Retaliation ain't supposed to be that, but it sounds a little retaliatory, don't it? Anyway, y'all, I am so excited to be back. There's going to be more where that came from, you guys. I really thank you for rocking out with me, coming to hear me talk my trash. I want to hear your take on all the things that we talked about. Do you feel any of these nurses are not, uh, should not be punished? Do you feel like they all should be punished? And if they shouldn't all be punished, who should, who shouldn't? I want to hear you guys. I want to hear you talk. I want to hear your feelings and your thoughts. Mines are not the most important. Ours are. Okay. This is our space. This is what it was designed for. That's what it's going to continue to be. I am going to come in every day authentically me from moving forward. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a long one, but it was necessary. I enjoyed it and I can't wait for the next one. Y'all be good. Take it easy until next time y'all later.